0: Hello, this is Pastor Sam DeChico from the Concord Baptist Church of Wilmington, Delaware. We're so glad you could join us for today's broadcast. Concord Baptist Church is located at 2510 Marsh Road in North Wilmington. We'd like to invite you out to one of our church services. We presently meet at 11 o'clock Sunday mornings and 6.30 Sunday evenings. Also Bible study time on Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. And uh, we're also the home of Concord Christian Academy, a school that goes from K-3 through 12th grade. If you need more information about our church or school ministries, visit our website, cockerbaptistchurch.org. Well, as we study the life of Jesus, we see that Jesus called 12 men to be his apostles. These men would follow Jesus and they would help him and minister with him and then be given the commission to carry on the uh, the work of Jesus, but yet there is uh, other people involved in the story of Jesus' life that uh, were very close to Jesus. They were not apostles, but they were disciples. An apostle would have been one that was called directly by Jesus to follow and uh, to have that special office, but then many, many people followed Jesus as a disciple. A disciple is just simply a a learned one, someone that would sit at the feet of the master, the one who would follow And uh, dedicate their lives also to Jesus and as we read about uh, various disciples uh, we see that maybe one of the greatest disciples or persons that followed Jesus was a woman by the name of Mary Magdalene we start off in Luke chapter 8 and we read her story it says "And it came to pass afterward that he Jesus went through every city and village preaching and showing the glad tidings Of the kingdom of God, and the twelve were with him, and certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils and Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others, which ministered unto him of their substance. Well, we see a little background of Mary Magdalene, and we first off see that she was called Magdalene. There was a lot of Marys in the Bible, New Testament days, but this Mary was called Magdalene because she was from the city of Magdala. Magdala was one of the coastal uh, cities up off of the Sea of Galilee area, It was a fishing town and probably an area where they built ships and just like many of the other towns around the Sea of Galilee, a place where Jesus probably had traveled to. We know that Jesus went to places like Capernaum and, and, of course, his hometown of Nazareth and many others that were in that area around the Sea of Galilee. We're not really sure where Mary and Jesus met. We're not really sure if he went to her hometown or if she came out to uh, see him when uh, he was preaching in one of the nearby towns. But what we do know about Mary Magdalene is that uh, she was one of a number of women that uh, followed Jesus and and ministered to Jesus. And what we also know about Mary Magdalene is that she was a woman that had uh, seven demons or seven devils that were in her. Now, as we read her story and think about her life, we know that certainly her life uh, was, was must have been a miserable life, uh, must have been a very wicked life, a very evil life. To have seven demons is bad enough to have one devil uh, within you, but yet to have seven devils that uh, are creating havoc and uh, probably mental anguish and emotional anguish and uh, just uh, all the different things that go with a demon uh, possession. Now, of course, uh, we uh, here, at least in the, in the United States, uh, we don't really hear of any uh, demon possession. It doesn't mean it doesn't happen. And I'm sure there are some that have crossed people that they believe had been possessed with demons. But in biblical times, it seemed to be a, a, quite a common occurrence that people uh, had demonic activity within them. And, of course, uh, with demonic activity meant uh, you had very strange uh, behavior. We think of the madman of Gadara that uh, was in the tombs cutting himself and bound with fetters yet nothing could contain him. Great strength and would be weeping and and tormented and just, uh, just a miserable soul and yet when he met Jesus uh, these demons left him. Uh, we think of others that came to Jesus on behalf of a child and uh, a father or mother would talk about their child being possessed with demons and how that at times they would fall into fire and fall into water and foam at the mouth. And, uh, you know, it was a a very sad, terrible way to live. And yet, as Mary Magdalene had been uh, tormented by these demons, there was a day in which she met Jesus. And that day in which she met Jesus, we don't know all the circumstances, but we know she was saved that day. We know that the demons left her that day, never to return again. And uh, certainly as uh, she now has this new life, in Christ. What does she want to do? Well, she wants to follow the one who delivered her. Can you imagine having a a tormented, miserable, terrible life, and all of a sudden your mind is set free and your body is set free and your emotions are set free and everything that once controlled you now uh, has gone. And now you're under the control of God. And now instead of the evil spirits, uh, it is God's Holy Spirit. And so uh, Mary Magdalene, as well as some of the other women who had been possessed of demons now were set free. And because of their their freedom they have now, they uh, they are going to follow Jesus faithfully. Uh, as I mentioned about the madman of Gadara, whenever he was set free from his demonic activity, the first thing he asked Jesus was, can I follow you? Can I go with you? And Jesus turned the man down. He told him to go back to his hometown and tell others about the things that happened to him. But in Mary's case, and, Mary, and these other women such as Joanna and, and Susanna, uh, these women now uh, possibly also had been set free, but uh, as they now want to follow Jesus, we see kind of a dynamics of the ministry of Jesus. We think most of the time of Jesus being with 12 men, and that's it, and walking around to village to village, town to town, preaching, doing miracles. But yet it appears that there were a number of women that, that assisted them in their ministry, that maybe traveled with them at times. And it says here that they they ministered unto him of their substance, meaning that they had possessions, they had maybe some wealth, maybe Mary Magdalene had some wealth. We're not really sure. Maybe she had Access to money or access to, to food or provisions, but yet these women now uh, probably do cooking and 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 uh, ministering in in setting up the the housing or setting up uh, you know places for them to stay. We're not sure all of, of how these women took care of of the apostles, but yet we see that this is an important ministry. Now someone who had been set free uh, and and has been blessed by Jesus now wants to bless him, wants to bless the apostles. And so the, the ministry of Mary Magdalene, it appears that Mary was uh, maybe one of the closest people to the Lord Jesus. And the reason we say that is because uh, we really don't read much of all or anything after this uh, until the very end of Jesus' life. And in John uh, chapter 19, verse number 25, as Jesus is hanging on the cross, we read there were several people that were there at the crucifixion. And verse number 9, uh, John 19, verse 25 says, Now there stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother, and his mother's sister Mary, the wife of Cleophas, and Mary Magdalene. Now we know that uh, John was at the cross also, as we read that in just a, a couple verses later. But none of the apostles were there, only John was there. <clears throat> All these people that Jesus had healed, where are they? All these people that dedicated themselves to christ they're not there at the cross but mary magdalene's at the cross she's there with uh, the mother of jesus mary and mary's sister who had the same name mary also so three marys are there at the cross and uh, what a tender moment what a What a a time of devotion. The apostles maybe were afraid that they might be the next to be crucified, and so they ran. They were not brave, and outside of John, none of them were there at the cross. These were good men, but, but they weren't by Jesus at his moment of death. There were many others that would go on to follow Jesus, but they weren't there. But Mary Magdalene was there. It shows that she was brave and courageous and dedicated and devoted. And even if she too would have been arrested and and possibly imprisoned or whatever persecution would come to her, she was willing to risk all to be by her Savior. The one who had called out these seven devils out of her life now that she owed her entire life to, she was going to follow Jesus to the very end to the cross and so there is mary watching jesus in agony for six long hours as he suffers on the cross and his uh, uh his his people uh the jews have rejected him as they have uh, many of them are walking past him spitting upon him laughing at him telling him to come down off the cross as the blood flows from his body that day, as his life is leaving him, uh, yet there's Mary to watch every moment, and and truly it was a very uh, traumatic experience to watch Jesus die on a cross, and yet Mary was there to stay by. Uh, by him to the very end Uh, you know as we think about this we we see a a woman who is dedicated that wasn't there just during the good times but was there when christ was at his his most uh, you know most terrible state shall we say as he's dying on the cross mary magdalene was there well, Jesus dies that day. He's taken by Nicodemus and Joseph of Arimathea. His body is wrapped up and placed in a new tomb, and it is Mary and the other women who watch to see where exactly Jesus is laid, and uh, they wait now three days. And these women, which uh, Mary was one, would would go to that grave. Uh, on the on the third day after the the death of Christ uh, early in the morning on a Sunday morning the first day of the week the women come and uh, Matthew Mark Luke John all record the 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 events and they all bring a little bit of different um, information but in John's account in John chapter 20 we see in the first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early when it was yet dark unto the sepulcher and see the stone taken away from the sepulcher the stone was already rolled away and you know, uh, she and uh, other women were going to go there and anoint the body of Jesus with spices. Just a, once again, another sign of dedication. And as uh, they got there, uh, the stone is rolled away. Well, it says how that she ran back and told the others. And uh, later, uh, John and Peter would run to the tomb and look inside and see the empty grave clothes, and realized that the resurrection had happened, though they didn't understand and Mary didn't even understand. She was one of Jesus' most dedicated followers, but yet when Jesus said he would rise from the grave three days after his crucifixion, for some reason, many, many did not understand that or maybe didn't accept it. But as the story continues in verse number 11, but Mary stood without the sepulchre weeping, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulchre and seeth two angels. In white, sitting the one at the head, and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. And they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? And she saith unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back, and saw Jesus standing, and knew not that it was Jesus. And Jesus saith unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Um, Whom seekest thou? And she supposing him to be the gardener, saith unto him, Sir, if thou hast borne him hence, tell me where thou hast taken him or laid him, and I will take him away. And Jesus saith unto her, Mary. And she turned herself and saith unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. And Jesus saith unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my Father. But go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father, and your Father and to my God. And your God, and Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord, and that she had spoken, or that he had spoken these things unto her. Well, what a beautiful, beautiful story here is Mary Magdalene gets to see Jesus, and uh she at first does not recognize him, which reminds us that Jesus is always there. He promised to never leave us nor forsake us, and though we can't always see him, he truly is always there, and as uh, he just spoke her name Mary you see Jesus said my sheep know my voice and she recognized the voice of Jesus and it was there that she began to hold Jesus and where he had to say touch me not meaning don't cling to me Mary don't hang on I've got to go back to my heavenly father soon and uh, just go tell my disciples and that I have risen and I will ascend to my father. Well, Mary Magdalene was the, the the first one to see Jesus in his resurrected body. What an honor, what a privilege. She was the first one to experience that Christ had risen from the grave and saw him in person. And I believe that Jesus gave her that um, that favor, that blessing because of her being so devoted to him. And so we see a wonderful woman, a woman of faith, a woman of devotion, a woman who had a terrible background, but yet became a trophy of grace we see a great disciple of the lord jesus christ